For wrestling diehards only, this is the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in another edition of the Matt Chat Prepcast on IdahoSports.com. Coming at you live on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Twitter account, wherever you're at tonight. Thanks for being with us. My name is Brandon Bainey. I'm I'm merely the 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 driver here. The uh, the important people are sitting in the back seat. It's like a limousine. We've got Al Fontes joining us tonight, along with Jacob Eck. Uh, Jacob, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm I'm doing great. I'm ready for the holiday season. I'm ready for a little break in the action, personally. But you know, I feel that. <laughs> no doubt. Al, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Same as you. I'm tired. Uh, you know, had a long weekend, but I'm ready for a little break. Definitely. And, you know, just a quick programming note. Uh, I think next week we had talked about maybe taking the week off just because it's, you know, the week between Christmas and New Year's. There's not a ton going on. And then we'll come back in 2023 better than ever and ready to talk about, uh, you, know, you know, Raleigh Lane will be coming up. you know pretty quickly after that and so uh it'll be a great time but uh thanks to everybody that's tuning in tonight whether you're watching on facebook or twitter or youtube if if you can't be live tonight you know you can always go back and watch the replay later you can get the audio version of this podcast at idahosports.com across the top of the home page there's a little tab that says prep casts from there there's a drop down menu you just click on the matt chat prep cast uh you can listen to it there you can uh Listen to it wherever you download your podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, etc. So a lot of different ways to consume the content. Everybody that's watching tonight, go ahead and hit that like button while you're just hanging out. It takes two seconds. If you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. It's that little bell icon, and that'll let you know every time we're going live with a new show. Because sometimes we have to change up the night we're doing it, right? We usually do these on Tuesday nights. Well, I had to broadcast a basketball game last night. By the way, it was a really good one. Shelly beat Skyline in overtime, 70 to 68 in girls' hoops. Uh, but so I had a game last night, so we had to do it Wednesday night. And uh, while you're hitting the like button and checking it out, feel free to leave a comment as well. We will uh, put your comments up on the screen. We'll answer your questions. If you want to give your favorite team or athlete a shout out, go ahead and do it. We've already got our first comment of the night. From Alfonso, we don't take a break. You shouldn't either. <laughs> what do you What do you think, Jacob? I know Fonzie really well, so <laughs> I know he's at home taking a break right now. So he's just pulling our leg. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you got to have that. You got to have that balance, right? Uh, because you get to a certain point, and if you're if you, if the energy and the mindset isn't right, then you're almost doing negative uh damage right instead of positive gains uh we always start the show with the best thing that we saw from the last week al i'll start with you what was the best thing you saw last week in the sport of wrestling best thing i saw last week was uh just some of the good great wrestling at the reno toc a lot of kids that uh uh, we're beating ranked wrestlers you know coming from behind and winning close matches nothing in particular but uh um, just good wrestling overall. Jacob, what was the best thing you saw last week? Well, it just happened probably about an hour ago. South and Minico just wrestled. Minico, Minico beat him 39-36, which, like, looking at the box score, and that's the only way I, I saw it so far. It looked like it was the, one of the best duels probably of the year so far. 
Yeah, I was uh, I, I was a little worried that, you know, we, we usually have a pretty strong South Fremont contingent that likes to tune into the show. And I knew by pushing it to Wednesday, you know, we might miss out on our, our Cougars because they had that duel with Minico tonight. And I was really intrigued by that. Of course, there's the next big duel coming up, right? Right before Raleigh Lane with, with South Fremont as well. But uh, just looking at the initial box score, uh, Jacob, what can you glean from that? It's it's hard to without knowing, you know, who who did what, right? I mean, there there was good matches all over. I mean, thirteen Banner wrestled up. I don't know what weight he's going, thirteen or six. It, it's up in the air, but I I mean, Valero versus Banner, that's a great match. And then you go up to twenty Packer versus Stimson, both state placers. You know, both very good kids. They wrestled three one, all all the way up. You know, you had you had good matches and ending 39-36. Can't get much better than that for a duel on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, and, and right before uh, the holiday break as well, uh, for sure, um, especially with Christmas right around the corner. It can be hard mentally sometimes to focus in with one last competition for sure. Uh, Alfonso says, me and the boys watching. Thank you for watching tonight. Hey, everybody else that's tuning in tonight, let us know where you're watching from. I always like to know, you know, what what fan bases are we broadcasting to? What communities are we reaching on the live stream? You know, CUNA is always strong, it seems like. Middleton, South Fremont. Uh, I want to know, where are you watching tonight? Uh, and so before I get to the best thing that I saw, here's A.J. Havas. Aiden Natal grabbing the gold. That was a yeah. I want to talk about that when you're done. It it came. It sparked in my mind after you'd said that. Uh, I'll talk about that match. Okay. The best thing that I saw last week was at the tri-state meet up in uh, Coeur d'Alene. Post Falls taking second overall in the team race. I thought was really outstanding because you had a a pretty strong field overall. Of course, uh, Flathead from Kalispell, Montana. We talked about what a juggernaut they are. They won the team title. Uh, Post Falls wasn't that far off, though, and I was really encouraged uh, by how the Trojans finished uh, in that team race, and I'm, I'm sure we'll break down those results a little bit as well. Uh, Brian Solinger is usually with us live on the podcast. He couldn't be with us tonight, but he is still, you know, checking in, dropping some comments. Brian says best thing he saw was Cadence Beck winning the inaugural Andrew Beck Memorial and and be named uh, outstanding wrestler. Uh, I I think that tops it all, doesn't it? I mean, what a way to carry on the legacy of her family name. We talked about this. Her her father Andrew Beck, who had passed away earlier this year, really a champion and pioneer of women's wrestling, and uh, pretty awesome uh, that that happened in Grangeville this past weekend. So okay, before we get to uh, Aiden Natal, Clifford is watching on YouTube tonight from Emmett. Their girls have won two tournaments in a row. Al, have you had a chance to see much of Emmett this year? Um, only the boys. I haven't seen much of the girls. I saw them at the Donnelly duels, and they're not a bad team. They're young. They got some good wrestlers. Yeah, I mean, over there in 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 girls wrestling, uh, I know Columbia's got some pretty talented individuals, right? Uh, Caldwell always seems to be really strong as mm -hmm. well in that conference. Uh, who else is watching tonight? Jeffrey Clark. Mac Mogger, biggest fan from Blackfoot. We got a Blackfoot Bronco in the house. Max is watching from Nampa tonight, but he's a Caldwell high grad. He's bleeding blue and gold. Let's go, Cougs. And, and we talked about it. Caldwell, always a strong team 
traditionally really now in, in both boys and girls. So uh, keep, keep the shout outs rolling in. Let us know where you're watching tonight. If you got a favorite wrestler, you want to give a shout out to, uh, we'll throw your comments up throughout the night, but let's, let's talk about Aiden Natal from, from Bora Al. So, uh, you- so yeah, it, it- at the Reno, the best one of the best matches I saw was Aiden Natal was seated number one at Reno. Uh, Shiloh Jones from Mountain View uh, was seated number two. Throughout the tournament, Aiden had five pins in a row to make the finals, whereas Shiloh had, uh, I believe he had five, I think four pins and one decision. But uh, the final was a pretty good final. Uh, Shiloh was just battling hard. So that's sort of a preview of what we're going to see the rest of the year. With those two wrestlers, uh, it was one of the better matches in the finals. Shiloh was, uh, I can tell he's hungry, and Aiden was just dominating the competition. So for heavyweights, it was it was fun to watch. Yeah, he's uh, watching his development and trajectory has been really fun to watch uh, throughout his high school career as we're coming down on the back nine of that. Uh, HA is watching tonight from Lewiston up north, and uh, Tiffany and Brian are watching from Meridian. Let's go Warriors. Uh, Jacob, we, we talked about this a little bit before we went live tonight. Meridian handled themselves pretty well this past weekend. I mean, they had what, two guys make the finals in Hudson and Twait. They both make finals, wrestle competitively. Mara, I mean, Mara is so talented. And then uh, Kate White, I mean, all of them. They, they, all the way, they could probably win seven state championships as a team right now. And it, it obviously some luck or not luck, but you know they got to wrestle in February. But they could six or seven state championships, you know, or state titles as a you know individuals is pretty good. <laughs> Basically, you're saying to everybody else in five A, good luck is what you're saying there. When we <laughs> yeah, but the, I do say that. But then we got to go back to tri state, like you said, in post falls. Post falls had you know kids that their backup forty five pounder almost makes the finals he finished ends up finishing top six freshman you know like just a backup at a tough weight and finds his way to a place in a big tournament so it, it it's gonna be interesting <laughs> meridian has the the guns and all that we'll see who has the depth that, that could be a big thing for 5a yeah, the depth is going to be a, a big key for sure. Uh, Post Falls did have three individual champs at Tri-State. Ryder Seguin at 98, Gentry Smith 195, Trevor Miller at 220. Uh, I know Trevor Miller from football season. That dude was a menace at defensive end. He's actually going to go play football for the Idaho Vandals next year. So he, he's a dude. You know he can get after it for sure. Uh, Matt Biggs is watching from CUNA tonight. Go Cavemen. Uh, I know we've got a CUNA basketball game that's streaming live on idahosports.com right now as well. So Matt, I appreciate you hanging out with the, with the real, the real outstanding commentators here. None of that basketball stuff. It's all wrestling here on the Matt chat prep cast. Okay. So we we're, we're talking about the, the Reno tournament of champions a little bit. And, and this brings us to a larger point I wanted to talk about on the show tonight. We brought back for the first time in several years this year, the, the individual rankings, for wrestlers across the state of Idaho by classification and by weight class. And I love the feedback we're getting from the fans. It's really, it does take a village, right? All, all of us are, are contributing to the rankings, but at the same time, you know, it, it takes a village without input from the fans. It makes our jobs, you know, it makes it a little easier. 
a couple of things though that I've noticed, a couple of common themes. You know, one is how come you rank this kid in this weight class? They've been wrestling at this weight class. And and that's tricky, right, Jacob? Because sometimes a kid will wrestle at 126 one week, and then he might be at, you know, the next weight class the next week. And it's all, you know, kind of descent plan. It's in December and kids are trying to get in shape and, you know, lean out. So you never really know. Or, you know, they might have wrestled their duel on a Wednesday at 138, but the tournament they're wrestling 132, you know, it's just for the team or there's so much to it that it's hard. You start going through all the, you know, all the results and even take, you know, the kids that have been traveling and wrestling some of the big tournaments like, like Meridian Hudson's wrestling 165, I think it is. And we don't even have that weight class. So by default, he's a 170 in Idaho, but you know, and all those kids, Cade White, Mara, Tway, all all those upper weights are so weird because Idaho has different weights than pretty much every state as a whole. So, you know, things are all over the board. And so, you know, come, I bet come Raleigh, it's going to be, you know, a lot closer to what weight they're actually going. Yeah, a little a little more locked in, a little little more tight for sure. And that brings me to my second point, Alan. I want to go to you on this is that uh, the other thing we've gotten from a lot of fans is uh you know, how come how come this kid is ranked ahead of this kid? This kid's already lost, you know, twice this year and this kid hasn't, but the the level of competition is something we factor in as well. We're not just a computer where we go, "Okay, well you're 4 and 0 and you're 2 and 2." You know, there has to be context. And so, you know, somebody who goes down to Reno or like last week, right, Iron Man, you know, and and stumbles a little, you know, stumbles. Uh, maybe the overall record doesn't look great, but we know the context of they really went and competed really hard. And so there is a little bit of subjectivity to the rankings as well, right, Al? So just think of it as stocks. I mean, if you're placed in a local tournament and you're undefeated and you're not wrestling anyone really highly ranked compared to wrestling at the Reno TOC, which is a higher stock of competition, taking fifth there may uh, be a higher sort of a gauge to where the kid is compared to someone that's going undefeated in the area with less competition. So we look at, you look at all those different factors. Um, and uh, usually when someone's undefeated throughout the whole year, to me, that means they probably haven't gone anywhere where they're going to be tested. Um, if they go to those places and are tested like the Reno and the Walsh Ironman and undefeated, then they're definitely going to be ranked in the top three in the country. Um, so that's usually the gauge because every one of our state champions this past weekend lost at Reno against someone. So except for Aiden Natal, he was the only, he's the one that went undefeated, uh, in the tournament. Right. Uh, so you just kind of two criteria points as we're doing the rankings. And like Jacob said, you know, by the time we get to Raleigh lane and, and into January, a little more, we'll have it a little more buttoned up because guys will actually start, you know, staying in their respective. There won't be that fluctuation for sure. More head to head. Yes. Yeah. There'll be more data as, as Al likes to say, there'll be more data we can use. Uh, Yanita is watching tonight. She says, you got us watching tonight. Jimenez. I don't know. Uh, I'm not good with the, just the last names. So, you know who this is, Jacob? Yeah. Her, uh, it's Marissa Jimenez. She gotcha. You know, state champ for, you know, girls, oh, Raleigh yeah. champ, et cetera. Yeah. Place at Fargo, all that good stuff. So I think yes. she's at Oklahoma city college. Yes, awesome. yes, yes. 
Okay, cool. That's I'm still learning, guys. I'm sorry, guys and gals. Uh, I'm doing my best. Uh, and here's a good point from Amy. Uh, she says Raleigh gives such a big allowance. Almost everyone wrestles down a weight there. Is that is that t- typically what you found, Jacob? Yeah, they wrestle down, but they still certified for it. Like mm-hmm. just because they get such a big allowance, you're still, I mean, by rule, technically not allowed to wrestle. You know, 120 if you didn't certify for it. Mm-hmm. If you did not certify 120, you can't wrestle 120 at Raleigh, even if it's plus four usually. You know, so most of those guys did certify for it and come, you know, it, there's going to be a few that are out of that. But for the most part, most kids, what they go at Raleigh is going to be probably what they wind up at the state tournament. At. So, yeah. so, so correct me if I'm, I'm wrong. Um, I believe this year state will be three days. Yep. So yep. being three days, if a wrestler has to weigh in three times, that's really going to impact the decision of what weight people are going to go as well. It's different than making it two days or one day. So that could have an impact on some decisions. We'll see. Yeah. Could you, could you explain that a little more in depth out the difference from, cause, cause it, Idaho used to be three and then they went to two and now they're going back to three. What are the dynamics involved there? It's uh, it's, it's, it's not just a wrestling match. It's the preparation uh, training to make weight to uh, how you eat throughout the tournament and get through round one, two, make weight again for the next night. It is a, it's, it's a, it's a four day affair. And so even though they're giving you extra weight, it's just maintaining the mental and the physical strength to withstand all that weight cutting for three days. Even though they're giving you allowance, it's still a grind. So um, some people it's a little bit more difficult to, to make it three days in a row, even though with the weight allowance, it's still pretty, pretty intense. A lot of yes. work and it can impact your mental part of how you're going to wrestle the next day depending on how much weight you have to lose so it takes a lot of discipline a lot of good nutrition and training and planning ahead and we don't go to any tournaments throughout the whole year that are three-day weigh-ins only two so it's it's going to be a unique dynamic for some people to do yeah let me let me ask you guys a question because i'm you know i'm kind of a, a, an admitted novice when it comes to this but i I've, I've heard these old wives tales about cutting weight you know i gotta make weight i'm gonna wear a you know plastic trash bag and and so i could sweat it out and lose that does that really happen or is it more like you said al more just like nutrition water type stuff um it's it's radically changed in the last 20 years 20 years ago or beyond it was a lot more intense they didn't have the the testing they have now, a lot of times kids have to go through the, the weight certification and basically tells them based on um, their body weight index, their um, their body fat index, all that stuff will determine what weight they can actually go. Back in the days, like in the 80s, I didn't have all that. So there was a lot of hard weight cutting. I don't want to go into depth of what people do, but uh, I can tell you, I remember the days of getting up early in the morning before school, running two or three miles going to class at lunch, running and cutting, then do another two or three hour practice and then coming home, doing homework and then running again just to keep that weight down. So yeah, that's, that's the hardships of, of wrestling. Um, is it that intense today? I don't know. I'm not doing it. So I can't speak to that. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. It's, I, I, tough. it's still tough, but um, uh, you know, it's a lot of work. It's, it's not like football where you can, come home from practice and eat and, and not have to worry about wrestling. It's a, it's a, it's a really disciplined 24 hour a day, seven day a week type sport. 
Yeah, for especially sure. Especially when you're at the elite levels. So good nutrition, planning, training, and 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 uh, how much water intake you take uh, is is really important. Yeah, you've got to get real specific, right, Jacob? You got to drill yeah. down to the smallest details. And I think now, I mean, with all the science behind it, before it was if I go down a weight, I'll do better. Now it's if I just get better at wrestling, I'll do better. Like that's a big part of it. Like, yeah, weight management, being at a healthy weight, and doing all those things is super important. But all the all the hours that were spent on a treadmill, or all, not saying nobody, you know, not saying there's not time on a treadmill and stuff. But compared now, there's more time wrestling than there is cutting weight. Before it was I cut weight, then I wrestle, or I cut weight while I wrestle. Now it's I wrestle, do the right nutrition you know, and then sweat out a few pounds if I need to. It, it's completely different with, I mean, this hydra the hydration test, the certification, all that stuff makes it not as extreme. It's it's still not fun, but it's it's not the, you know, war stories that it used to be. I'd say it was worse back in the 80s and 70s and early 90s. I'm not an advocate of hardcore weight cutting. You should train to wrestle and don't become the sport of weight cutting. Be the sport of wrestling. Be where you're going to be comfortable and effective. Yes, my I opinion. Yes, I agree with everything you guys just said, and I think we're we're in a better place now. Like most things, we're in a better place than we were, you know, 20 years ago, back in the yeah. 80s, for sure. Uh, like I, I like the point Jacob made as well about, you know, uh, it used to be you go to a lower weight class, you're going to have an easier time. Now it's like, hey, let me let me be the best I can be at this weight class where I'm comfortable and do it that way uh, mm -hmm. i love the competition here's a good comment from uh Alf, uh well and Tro troy hobbs says agreed yep I, I spot on uh speaking of that competition you know we were talking about the rankings a little earlier and how kind of subjective it is in the early going i like this comment from alfonso parents don't take it personally if your kid drops in the rankings so what getting worked up is bad for your health <laughs> that's right I like that, Alfonso. You could be a good life coach, Alfonso. You got to you got to figure it out, my man. Um, so yeah, uh, I want to know from anybody in the in the chat, anybody in the comments. You guys both were in Reno last week. You got a pretty good handle on that. I was following Tri State pretty closely. Was anybody at Wiley Dobbs in Twin? I want to know from the from the comments. That's the one I was still kind of struggling to kind of wrap my head around and who did what and who performed well. Uh, what did you What did you guys hear from Wiley Dobbs first, and then we'll see if anybody in the chat uh, can enlighten us a little bit. I think that Buell had a good tournament. You know, Sean Hall and Coy Orr, their semifinals probably should have been the final. That the freshman from Canyon Ridge, that kid's pretty good, but you know, Coy got it done, take care of business, and then both the Brunson boys again. You know, they just keep winning all the time it's you know impressive at this rate i'm pretty sure bowen pinned his way through the tournament if i'm i'm, I'm pretty sure pinned way through the tournament if if he didn't somebody will let me know i'm sure uh i'm pretty sure he pinned his way through and then uh what is it the older brunson riley i still don't know what weight he's going like one week it's 38 one week it's 45 you know, and he he won it, but he actually had a good match in the finals. I do know that. He also looked good from Mountain View in the finals. Yeah, so. uh, for sure. Uh, we do have a comment here in the chat from Skyler Beck. 
Uh, she was at the Beck Memorial for her dad. Yes, uh, Skylar is the sister of Cadence Beck. And um, yes, uh, it's great to see uh, all the support and the outpouring that came through uh, for that inaugural tournament up there in Grangeville. Amy's a big Buell fan. She says, yes, Bowen pinned everyone. Pretty impressive stuff, right, Jacob? I mean, pretty much he puts everybody away at this point. I figured I'd... I thought he pinned everybody, but you know, I didn't want to get that get that one wrong. <laughs> right, for sure. Uh, where where was everybody else at last weekend? Were you in Reno? Were you at Wiley Dobbs? Were you you know we had the Ryrie Rumble in East Idaho? Bunch of duels going on up there. I was kind of following that from a distance, a little bit as well. Uh, let let us know in the chat. You know where were you at last week? What did you see? Who stood out to you? Because uh, you know as as talented as we all are i say that you know a little tongue-in-cheek uh we, we do try to get to as much stuff as we can and and see as much stuff as we can but i mean in a state like idaho it's impossible to be everywhere at one time right that's that's why i love this that's why i wanted to do this this podcast every week is because really the wrestling community it's like one large extended family it was uh you know it's pretty pretty cool how everybody can come together uh troy hobbs was at the bonneville duels that was the high country conference duels right jacob yep high country conference duels pretty sure south went undefeated uh other than that results for that were kind of hard to you know pinpoint you had to go through every team individually to kind of find out what was going on there's a couple good matches though for sure definitely uh skyler wants us to talk a little bit about a pair of clearwater valley rams jake fabby and then Anthony Fabby, I think, are they are they brothers or cousins? I can't remember. I did I did one of their football games this year. They both play football for Clearwater Valley up there in Kuski, uh, and um, but they're but they're both phenomenal wrestlers as well. Jacob, no, they definitely are. I mean, they had they had a good tournament. I know that they're doing well in two A. You know, that's one of those things. They, I think they got them ranked third now. You know, Clearwater. They're going to make noise, you know, as things go. And it'd be interesting to see. Hopefully they, they go to Raleigh and we could really see, really see them wrestle. That, that's the goal. For, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Skylar says they're brothers. That, that makes sense. Uh, I, I have a quick story about Anthony Fabby, kind of a funny one from, from the beginning of football season. So Anthony was a two-year starter at quarterback for the Clearwater Valley football team this, uh, his junior and senior year. This year, <laughs> This year, when I got the roster at the start of the year, I saw a kid named Louie Fabby on the roster. And I was like, oh, I guess Anthony must have graduated. And this Louie kid is the next one in line. Well, I find out after like two weeks from a Clearwater Valley fan, they're like, no, it's the same kid. He just, his nickname is Louie. And I was like, well, what, why, why is this nickname Louie? And they're like, I don't know. They just called him Louie since elementary school. So I have no idea why, but Anthony Louie Fabby, kind of an interesting deal there. Here's a shout out for Al. Dusty Vaughn says, "What's up, Big Al?" Hey, Dusty, how you doing, brother? <laughs> Al, uh, you're. Have you been able to to see many of those North teams in person? You know, we're talking about Clearwater Valley and up north. I know Potlatch also is always uh, a very strong program. Yeah, like I said, I'm sort of I'm new to this state. My learning curve. I am on a steep learning curve. The only time I've seen them is at the state tournaments. So. 
give me a few more years and I'll be able to have some of this down pat in my mind. I'm still learning the state and what's going on. It's so, an odd. But, yeah. but it's difficult until we go to Raleigh Lane because, you know, the north doesn't normally come down, nor do we go up south as much because it's the winter time. It's hard to travel during that time. But I'll likely see most of those teams at Raleigh, at least where the teams we go, our tournaments we go to. For sure. Uh, Dusty says, uh, I'm good, my man. So there you go. That's good. and Scott Skyler says, uh, she, she's laughing at that story I told about it. Anthony Fabby being called Louie. She says, We love Louie. <laughs> so yeah. you know what? So do we. Uh, the, okay. Oh, go ahead, Jacob. Oh, I was gonna say the other up north team, Kellogg. Yes, drop down to 2A, you know, starting to they want a couple big duels, you know, they have. They do have a lot of talent and they're coached well. And, you know, not saying that it's anybody's going to knock off New Plymouth or Ryrie. It's still a two horse race, but, you know, Clearwater and Kellogg and all those schools are starting to make things more interesting. Yes. I was going to bring that up. Uh, we, I actually got an email as we were doing the show uh, from a St. Mary's fan of all people. We all know St. Mary's and Kellogg don't necessarily like each other. They're big rivals in most mm -hmm. sports. Uh, so so uh, a St. Mary's fan he sent me an email, and he said, Kellogg is way underranked. They will upset the apple cart at 2A. They've got depth and hammers, and you seem to agree with that, Jacob. Yeah, they do. They wrestle well. I mean, they wrestled well at a 3A level. I mean, they had a lot of guys placed you know, a year ago. So now down at 2A, you know, they have the potential and the ability to, to really be a force, which, you know, I don't know if anybody beats Ryder in New Plymouth yet, but if anybody does, Kellogg's not far away. <clears throat> yeah, making that move down from 3A to 2A is really going to help them out for sure. Okay, a couple of comments here. Uh, Skylar Beck, one more time. She says, I want to thank you guys for talking so highly <laughs> of, my, of my dad. It really makes me happy. Tears in my eyes hearing all the great stuff about him. Uh, yeah, I mean, and we're just echoing the sentiments of everybody in this Idaho wrestling community. You know, what we're saying is not any different from what anybody from border to border is saying. So we're, we're happy to, uh, you know, speak so highly of your dad. And I'm so glad that that legacy will continue on with this Memorial tournament every year for sure. Uh, HA says he was uh, watching the Lewiston Bengals at Tri-State last week. Big Rob, that's Robert Storm, uh, made the finals but lost an OT. Uh, jo Joelle got back on the podium and Hoyt placed third. There were three tri-state champs in that bracket. Um, he said uh, Washington, Oregon, and Idaho State champs all in that bracket. Yeah, I'm a big Robert Storm fan. I got to see him during football season, guys. He's a defensive tackle, and he wore the, the jersey number zero. So we kind of dubbed him Agent Zero. <laughs> it's a fun guy to watch. What do you think about Lewiston? We, you know, we talk about Post Falls as a team from the north that could come down and maybe challenge. Uh, where do you see Al? Where do you see Lewiston fitting in in that five A pitcher? Um, they had some good wrestlers last year. Are you talking boys or girls? Uh, boys. Let's talk boys first, and then girls, because I, I think their girls program is very strong. So, um, Jacob, who's the guy at Lewiston? Is it Hoyt Baja? What's yeah, yeah, yeah he's a tough his, kid. Yeah, he's a tough dad. kid. He's wrestled yeah. uh, overseas. I think he was, uh, you know, other than wrestling Fargo and some of those tournaments, he's wrestled overseas in Estonia. I guess they want some tournaments there in place. I mean, I watched him at state last year. He's he's pretty tough. 
he's the only one I really know from there. And then the girls, you got uh, uh, the girl Slider, I think it's her last name, placed at the Fargo twice. So they got some good kids up there. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be fun to see those Lewiston wrestlers. We talked about they were supposed to come down to Boise, the Boise area for, for the season opener, weren't able to because of uh, bad weather conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy wants to know how many teams will be at Raleigh Lane. Brian kind of answered it for us in the chat. Should be 80-plus teams. Uh, this, I mean, this is, guys, you know, we get, we get done with the holidays. We come into the new year. And it's kind of like it's not the Super Bowl, right? That state is the Super Bowl, but we're, I mean, this is probably the biggest regular season meet in Idaho. The most buzz, certainly, right, Al? Yeah, Todd. Todd uh, does a good job. They run a real well tournaments, run very well. Competition's always good. It's really it's a good snapshot to let your kids know exactly where they stand for state. A little bit closer. You're gonna because of the pressure situations. It's not just a couple easy matches and a tough one in the final. It starts to get tough right there at the second and third round quarters. So it's a, it's a whole it's a, it's a great tournament. I enjoy it. I look forward to it again. Yeah, you want to know how big the the Raleigh Lane is? It's the 22nd annual coming up in in a couple of weeks. Uh, both divisions will have a 64 man bracket. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could say the girls might be hard. The girls bracket Raleigh is harder than the state tournament yeah. just because of out of state influence. And mm-hmm. there is qualification for girls state. Like there is a district since broke up this one. Let's bring them all gunslinging. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. hard. It's some, you know, you can get hot in a 16 man bracket, do some damage. 64 man bracket is a little bit tougher to be hot for two full days. <laughs> I love it. I love the 64 man bracket. That's awesome. So, uh, so talking about that, the Reno TOC and the girls for the girls, it's grown just like it's grown here in the state. Um, I think there was so many girls where to the point on the second day, if you lost, you would, they, they could not wrestle for a third and fourth because they had have that fifth match in the day. So something's going to have to change in Reno because they didn't have it wasn't a they didn't wrestle for third or wrestle for uh, fifth or anything like that because they would have been over the match count, which is you're only allowed five matches in a day, and they had 15 mats running. Well, actually, 14 out of 15 were running. So um, I don't know. I, I'm sure Raleigh will be able. I think they got to set up the way the bracket is where they can do both days and still be okay. Oh yeah, it's a well-oiled machine at this point. Yeah. They know, yeah, they know what they're doing for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh Colton Ray Walker. Hi, Jacob. Just here for my shout out. <laughs> That's my brother-in-law. So, you know, he wanted to get his his airtime. He probably wants to comment up one more time so he could get <laughs> and he could tell me at, you know, dinner. Hey, I was I was tuned in. I watched. So, oh, that's funny. That's super funny. Uh, okay, I did want to get to one last question. Uh, this came very early before we even did the show. I just posted the little reminder that hey, we're going to be broadcasting Wednesday night, and Matthew Hamilton had a had a question uh, right away on that post. This was like two days ago, so I wanted to get to this. He said, uh, "I hope y'all talk about some of the freshmen at Tri State, 145 pound." division perhaps hmm. I'm post falls back up 145 <laughs> yeah 
I was locked in on that one. And so, yeah, so, so Hamilton, remind us, so. You, you talked about this at the top a little bit, Jacob, but kind of refresh us on what happened there at Tri-State. Kind of a pleasant surprise, right? I mean, anytime you have a, a freshman come in, in the middleweights and place a big tournament, that's a good thing. That, that goes back to Coach Reardon is a magician or there's something in the water or who, who knows what it is, but you know, a freshman slides in, he's not the starter places at tri-state. I mean, he's going to state tournaments going to be, you know, that's big points. You know, they're going to score a lot. So, and then shout out to Matthew Hamilton, Damien's little brother. That guy's, that guy's always running around a tournament, getting a new singlet. So I know them well. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, Damien had a great uh, tri-state meet there as well. Um, okay. Colton says one more thing here. Hey, Eck, just here for my shout out because we know I'm the better trainer slash coach. Ha <laughs> ha. All right. Hey, sounds like you guys got some, uh, s- some scores to settle over Christmas dinner. <laughs> He's going to win at this rate. He's kicking my butt. So I mean, might throw in the towel eventually. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's funny for sure. Well, we'll we'll, we'll kind of put the finishing touches on this week's edition of the Matt Chat Prepcast. Big thanks to everybody that joined us live tonight and and jumped in the comments. You know, really, this is a show that we want to be driven by you, the fans. You know, we'll come in with what we want to talk about each week, but we also want you guys and gals to kind of steer the conversation to wherever you want it to go. It's it's your show. It's not it's not our show. It's your show. So we want. We want you to have that voice and feel like you're being heard. So again, big thanks to everybody in the comments that came on and talked tonight. And that's what it is. Just kind of a conversation about the great sport of wrestling here in the state of Idaho. One more time. I'm going to ask before we duck out, if you're sitting there watching on Facebook, please hit that like button. And when we're done, share it because I know there's going to be people that are going to come back tomorrow, Friday, maybe at Christmas dinner, you know, uh, Discussions are getting heated at the table with the in-laws. They want to duck away and maybe just take their mind off things for a second. Um, So, and especially with not having a show next week, I think a lot of people are going to want to come back and revisit it. So if you share it, uh, that will help more eyeballs see it. But again, just hit that like button. takes two seconds. That'll help us in the uh, Facebook algorithm. It'll help more people see it in subsequent days. And if you're watching on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, just hit that subscribe button, that little bell button. We're trying to increase our number of subscribers there. Again, it takes two seconds. doesn't cost you anything. And we appreciate all of the, uh, all of the great work that uh, you are wrestling community community are doing to make Idaho wrestling really climb up the charts. Alfonso says, good job guys. Lots of fun. HA says, thanks for the podcast. Fun tonight, fellas. Gotta love it. Yeah. Hey, we're slowly growing this thing. We we want to bring this to you, the wrestling fans, each and every week. Uh, Merry Christmas to both of you, Al. What are your What are your holiday plans? Uh, I'm gonna stay local at home with I got some family and friends here, so we're just gonna enjoy enjoy the time off here. Cool, Jacob. What do you got going on? Uh, going to Driggs and then up Island Park <laughs> after that. So, oh, Island Park. I'm jealous. Yeah. There's some good scenery up there this time of year, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm headed. I'm, yeah, I'm headed back to my home state of Montana. That's where my parents live, uh, and then I'll actually be over in uh, Coeur d'Alene Post Falls area the week after Christmas as well. So I'll be I'll be up north, uh, taking in some of the action there. So everybody that's watching tonight, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We're taking next week off, but we'll be back in two weeks 
for our 2023 launch. Of course, we're going to be talking about Raleigh Lane. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be a big uh, dominator of our conversations next uh, in two weeks. So thanks for tuning in, everybody, to the Matt Chat Prep Cast. We'll see you next time on IdahoSports.com.